We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. With March Madness, the Masters and Major League opening day are right around the corner. BetOnline has all the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. The best part? You'll receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your literal free money. Plus, signing up is a great way to support TK and I with this podcast. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word when you sign up at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline your online sports books experts. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Read, guys. It's TK Breezy here with Aussie, and today we're going to talk about all the tournaments that, uh, we, well, all the bigger tournaments that happened this weekend, plus a very interesting topic that I saw on a Twitter coming from Dekill Sage. Big shout out to Kill Sage. Uh, great Smash player, even greater DBFZ player, and all that good stuff. Before we get in that, obviously, I'm TK. Aussie, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How's everything? It's been pretty cool. I've been playing a lot of uh, Dead Cells lately. It's been nice. And uh, then, you know, Animal Cross coming out soon. And Pokemon Mystery Dungeon coming out soon. And Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out There's soon. So too much. It's like a lot, the, a lot happening. <laughs> we're ending, like, the, the fiscal year or some, some nonsense like that. So yeah. they're, like, releasing, like, all of those games. Yeah, yeah. So it should be interesting. Uh, I'm definitely getting into Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and uh final fantasy for the stream mm-hmm. i'll probably do some animal crossing stuff with tori um have you played the demo the uh, pokemon no but i don't need to it's like it's mystery dungeon. it's a mystery dungeon <laughs> yeah yeah like i don't care what's coming as long as it's not a gates infinity we're good you know what i'm saying so yeah um but yeah man so uh three tournaments happen this weekend so i guess we'll start from like the smallest to the largest i'm not sure if dreamhack was larger than level up so i'm gonna start with dreamhack but had a big winner uh, there and that big winner was Larry. Larry actually going to be back on top for the first time in a long time. Does that mean that Larry still uh, still has it? Probably not. I mean, but he got a win. So he's been rocking SoCal lately. He's won the last three MSMs. So he's 
getting those results. Uh, Dream at Anaheim was a C tier, by the way, and Level Up Expo was a B. So okay, all right. Yeah, so, yeah Dream at Anaheim, you know, smallest tournament of the three that happened that weekend. But still, as I said, Larry was there. I think Anti was there. Uh, yeah, Anti got third. And he did pretty well. So, you know, Anti, again, like, I feel like he didn't even practice anymore. I mean, I know he's always talking about, like, oh, you know, host, all that good stuff. And he's playing, but I don't think he's, like, you know, he's, like, not, like, grinding anymore. He's kind of like, you know, I'm going off natural skill and maybe, like, a little bit of practice every now and then. So that's fine, though. I mean, he's still a very great player as then. But I think that, you know, if we wanted to see CEO Anti again, he'd have to get, like, back into the lab, like, really back into the lab. What year was that? That was 2016 or something, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Definitely. I mean, that was hype, though, when he did that. So, like, yeah. I would love to see... I would love to see Anti, like... Oh, he's a... He's a... He's a character. He's a player that shows more emotion and like ran, uh, more range of emotion. Where you have a lot of our top players who like don't do that. You know, MKLeo is first place. Yeah. So Disco like, MKLeo is definitely stoic. Uh, Tweak can be very stoic, but at the same time, Tweak has been open a lot more. But you know, uh-huh. usually like if Tweak loses, then he's like very stoic. And uh, you know, a lot of our players are like that. But you had Anti, you know, throwing money on stage and whatnot, like. It's good time. It was a good time. That was that was actually godlike. I mean, it only cost him twenty bucks, but it left like you know an impression for everyone for years to come. So, yeah. I think it was worth the price. Uh, yeah, I give it up for for twenty bucks. I think I, you know I, I definitely like. Do you have a godlike opening? Like, come on. I like to set a precedent for twenty bucks. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to pull it up to see what else is in that topic because I actually you know I give cra- um, congratulations to everyone. Right. Uh, <laughs> got into that top eight. So Dakpo got top second. Eight like. All right, let's go, Dakpo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all right. So Larry got first, Dakpo second, anti third, Terror fourth, Eon fifth, with Lumbre and Marvelous Marco and Cyro uh at seventh. I think Cyro was uh was that a Roy player? Roy player? I know it's uh I reckon it, yeah, I think he's I think he's Roy. Okay. I think oh, he also yeah, misses yeah. around with Krom too. Okay. So all he right. just plays, you know, both those characters. All right, so pretty decent top eight at the very least. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dakpo only losing to uh, Larry, so obviously earning his second place spot. And then uh, Anti lost to Terrible earlier, but he brought it back so uh, mm-hmm. and beat him in losers. So good stuff to Anti uh, making that happen. But all in all, obviously, the big success story was my man Larry Lur back on top, doing it for the old folks. You know, Larry Lur, I think he's the same age as me or 29. So doing it for the old heads out here. Um, big you can still have it. Shout out. Being old. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you still have it. Big shout out to Larry Lair. So, the man's been doing it since Brawl. He was like, one of, he had one of the first big victories uh, in Brawl by winning Apex over Mewtwo King and Brood. So, he's, you know, wow. very strong legacy. That's, gotta, that's gotta, really gotta, old. <laughs> yeah, man, like, yeah, we, he's got a legacy, bro. He just got to yeah. keep that up. I know he has some, he has some pretty decent places in Melee, in Melee into it. And Larry's just been good at Smash uh, throughout his, his uh, like, time of playing, being a Smash mm-hmm. brother, if you will. So, that was uh, DreamHack Anaheim. I guess our takeaway from that was that Larry Lair is uh, he's doing that thing, man. He's doing that thing. So. He's rocking Cali. Like, that, that's pretty much it right now. He got DreamHack. He got MSM. He's been going to other ones. Like In California, on the local level, he's starting to shine. I, yeah. I'd like to see him. I, I wonder what would happen if he like, went to Frostbite. But I understand why he stayed because that's, that's free money right there. Not, not free, but you know what I mean. Like Freer than Frostbite. No, I mean, you're, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so looking like on, on the other side of things, we had uh, for Level Up Expo, our top eight, which I was at, uh, we had Foe winning, actually, over Nico. And that was kind of like what everyone thought was going to happen with the, it was Nico versus Foe for Grand Finals. 
And that's what happened, but we'll go through all the rest of that. Uh, some big takeaways from that, though, was AZ uh, from New Mexico with his wolf. He, he got third, and he uh, you know, he kind of he showed up, man. He lost to Tux and Losers, and then he bodied him, or when winners, and then he bodied him in Losers. And so, obviously, his adaption uh, is great. He was going for some pretty wild plays with the with the side Bs and stuff, but all, all, all together, it was a really nice uh, wolf to watch. Had Grandmaster, I think he went uh, Palutena, and I think he has a Robin as well. Tomatoes, uh, Terry. Sucks Luigi, Chaos, I think he was a cloud, and Thedium, I do not remember what he played, but those two got seventh. Uh, regardless, Foe uh, lost to Nico in winners uh, 3-0, and it was like definitively in Nico's favor. And then uh, then he 6-1'd him uh, for Grands, and I don't know, it was like a totally different person got up there and played, and we talked to him after, and Phil was like, I couldn't say it on the mic, but I felt like you were playing like a bitch. <laughs> Uh, during uh, during uh, the winners finals, but somehow like you know you were um, playing like a lot better in, in uh, grand finals. And he said that he attributed to actually at the playing AZ because he said AZ when he played AZ, it kind of forced him to wake up because uh, I think that went to game five. So it was yeah. a very interesting tournament. Um, you know, even though like there wasn't a lot of top player representation, for what we got from that top eight was actually uh, that was a pretty good top eight. Like I enjoyed watching that. Fo uh, taking out a Shulk with Ness, which is definitely a hard matchup, and he still managed to do it. Uh, Nico pulled out the by left for game one, and he actually sh should have won that game, but he did some wild stuff off the side and SD uh, or a stock pretty early, and then he just kind of like couldn't, you know, run with the moment after that. But he has some pretty good setups. He's doing a lot of neutral air fortier, and then like. He would charge F smash as um, foe had to recover, and so if he missed the ledge, he just got stabbed. You know, it's gone. I mean, that happens, man. But I, I, I thought it was crazy that foe like was literally on the verge of getting third, and like you said, he had to wake up, and then all of a sudden he gets first. So yeah. it's cool to see foe competing again because like he, he doesn't really travel. He tends to stay in Las Vegas. Like he goes yeah. to locals and stuff. He doesn't, and he goes to you know, there's a major in town like Level Up Expo. Like he'll go to it, but he do, he doesn't travel anymore. And uh, he's he keeps talking about bringing back the stream. Do you think he'll do it? Do you think he'll know, actually man. do it? Those like, are deadly, bro. Those are fucking deadly, <laughs> bro. Like he was like the he was like he the OG the guy, Smash streamer. He was the guy. Like before Nairo, yeah. it was Bo, bro. And now yeah. and then, like his I don't know what happened his computer or something, but everything exploded. Then then he just was not the Smash guy. So all the Smash people were looking for another guy to be deadly, and it happened to be uh. Happen to be Nairo, so yeah. You're not watching Nairo now. I feel like Nairo, Void, and Samsora are like the trifectas right now of Smash streaming. Like whenever they're on, they're usually getting on the views. Uh, and then there's like you know tier twos of Smash streamers. You have you know like like well I'm saying Hakuru. Hakuru's his his sub count is up, but his viewer count's not that crazy. But you know you have the tier twos of like if Anti actually does like a really good stream, he can do it. DeBuzz has can have a pretty good stream and stuff like that. So Smash so stream is just inter interesting though because you already know once Nairo goes on, you better go play another game. So <laughs> bro, do you like if you, supporting Nairo in Ultimate is like supporting Mango in Melee? You know, like it's it's, yeah. it's the same thing. Like you're supporting the scene by supporting Mango. You're supporting the scene by supporting Nairo. Like yeah. so. They control. I mean, at least they stream every day at the same time. So just work your schedule around it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just compete with it. But you know, don't do whatever you want. I'm definitely Maybe some people. Me, you, know, you won't. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> what you mean, bro? Like, I ain't compete with nobody out here. Anyway, uh, so yeah, man. Big takeaway from that: Foe travel more. Nico, uh, he's still brilliant. I just, I don't know. I guess he just couldn't figure out why Foe was playing so much better in uh in grand finals than winners. Mm. So. 
Come now we move on to the fat tournament. Frostbite. What were you about to say? I was just saying maybe it was nerves too, but it could have been nerves. Yeah. yeah. Definitely could have been nerves. So yeah, fat tournament frostbite, Mexican grand finals, uh, which definitely meant the MKLA was gonna win. Unfortunately for Meister, he just does not have the he did it's not he's not the one. Like when it comes to beating MKLeo, I you know, Meister's not the one. And that's unfortunate. Mm. Because, you know, he is definitely better than, like, a lot of the people that he, he wanted to playing. But when it comes to MKLeo, that, that is just, like, a hard stop to your tournament. You know what I mean? So. It could have been tweaked. It could have been tweaked, Could have been tweaked. Could have been, been Samsor if he got there. Oh, well, Samsor had a chance, but he didn't do it. Uh, Toast. Yeah. That's the, Toast is actually the big. Toast. He's the big uh, success story here from um, from Frostbite, man. Got into top eight. Unfortunately, had to run against uh, Wrath. And... As I saw a tweet that came out from um, from uh, Mr. R that was like, yeah, man, this matchup's actually just not great for Toast because as soon as he gets off stage, like, he can't recover because of, of a homing attack. And lo and behold, he got home attack for, like, nine of his stocks. So <laughs> it was uh, rough it's, out there. I mean, I feel like people don't, like, I'm glad, I'm glad to see uh, Wrath representing Sonic off stage like that because a lot of Sonics don't. I feel, feel too afraid to go for homing attacks offstage against certain character recoveries. Some characters, it's free. You know, like, you know, Young Link. Uh, Toon Link. Uh, Link, if he does not use the bomb, like, you, you can catch those recoveries very easily by just pushing the B button. Very little thought has to go into it. So... I'm trying to find out, uh... I'm trying to figure out what... Uh, now, this is just... This is a petty check, but I'm really trying to figure out what Myron my, my placed. I saw him that he lost to Varun. <laughs> and, uh... That matchup... That matchup was actually fucking rough. Uh, for a wee fit, like, but somehow uh, he made that shit look easy, so uh... All of them are still kind of like in that weird zone right now, where like, he's no longer busted he's uh, still good in my opinion, but he just, he has some faults. Yeah, so but see, the thing is, alright, so this is my issue with Myron, okay so Myron was complaining about the shield buffs forever, right? But he doesn't fucking block, like, he just <laughs> doesn't block anyway, like, he's always hitting buttons so uh, to complain about something that does not actually matter to you is like wild to me because that's not that's not what's holding you back. You know what I mean? Like the shield buff or the shield nerf uh, obviously was an issue, and I hope that at some point in time it gets fixed. But like you can't say that that's what's holding you back when one you don't block and two the other two Olimars are doing quite well. So I I don't know, man. It's like at some point in time you got to just look from within and be like, you know what? I'm just not playing as well, and maybe I need to reassess uh, my gameplay. You know. So, but people don't want to do that. You know, obviously, everyone just wants to make complaints about however they can. Anyway, he got 65th. He lost to Varun. Oof. and um, Oh, Salem. I forgot about Salem. Yeah, Salem we were just talking about it last week, though. So, oh, he, I got high, he got higher than 65th. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Also, by the way, Wrath getting fifth? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Like having a Sonic in top five at an S tier, like I mean, the last top time eight that's itself happened. was just was just crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like top, you know, the top sixteen was pretty crazy. You know, you had Void in there, Elegant was in there, some sort of Matty G, uh, Matty shouts, big shouts to Matty G. You know, it's yeah. popping off right here. Light, unfortunately, and Nairo and Neotono and Pi, uh, Pies, uh both of all those getting ninth. Big, big. I mean, unfortunate for Nairo because we always like to see him do well, but Mkaleo, I mean, like he just. He got a losers early, and then he just ruined everybody else's chances of getting in top. <laughs> like everyone does, not want MKLeo to get upset, right? Because the ones in losers are like, ah, oh, fuck, like, yeah, like, man. like, who do you have to run into? Like, you had to fight Dark Wizzy in losers top ninety six. Like, what the fuck? Oh no, yeah, it was Armada. He had a, he lost Armada, then he popped King Chris, then Nairo, then Samsora, then uh, then Wizzy. 
So like that just I mean all the, all these PGR wins from Nairo on Nairo, Samsora, Dark Wizzy, Meister, Tweet, T, the Buzz, Zach Ray, uh, Meister. It was yeah, it's just it's just rough. It's just rough. The crazy you know? the crazy thing is because MKLeo was sent to losers, he got way more PGR wins for the PGR instead of just flat out winning the tournament. Yeah. So, so <laughs> everybody he's else. farming, bro. Yeah, a lot of people are trying to bring that up, but it's, it's really a panel-based system. Like, I mean, regardless, yeah. I don't think that he... You don't lose no, on purpose. <laughs> you know, like, you don't lose on purpose. It, it, Could you imagine? But, uh, I, I, you know, if that was part of his interview, I'd be like, you know what, Only if anyone were to say that, it's him. Like, no one yes. else is allowed to be like, yeah, I lost on purpose because I knew I, I was going to win the tournament with I, MKLeo being at the tournament. Like, okay, buddy. I just wanted to get first harder, you know? Like, like I, want, I wanted there to be a bigger gap between first and second. So... And then Honestly, he, also, he, uh, he gave Gimmer the, the he gave Gimmer the tech went by left last game. Yeah, uh, bro, uh, you, know that, you know what that thumbnail looked like. Gimmer was like, "Oh yeah, baby." Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Easy so. money. Good, good for good for Gimmer. Also, yeah. like VG Bootcamp, like they they stream that whole thing. They get they hit hundred k viewers. That was nuts. So we haven't had that since I don't know, like what Evo or something. I it, think. Um, Maybe Genesis got it. That's the thing, though, is that like a lot of the big tur- no Genesis is not getting it. a lot of big tournaments yeah. are not being streamed by BTS. Which no shade to BTS because you know I love them. Like they BGBC gets more viewers. Like yeah, they just get more viewers. Like it's just, they've been the longest running, uh, like Smash stream that or like longest standing and like most popular Smash stream. I know there's been other ones that have came around. Like Clash Tournaments is there for a while. Smash Studio is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Clash Tournaments is still there. But yeah, you know, like when you think about Smash, if you don't know any other streams, you probably know VG Bootcamp. And so when they swapped over to using Beyond the Summon, even though Beyond the Summon is growing, they're still not VG Bootcamp unless it's the Summit. Like, unless mm-hmm. it's the Summit, that's when they're beating VG Bootcamp. But, and outside of that, I feel like a lot of people forget that Beyond the Summit even has other events outside of Summit, so they don't even know where to go at times uh, when they're doing events. Main Stage, that's their event now. I would like, I would hope that Main Stage keeps, you know, prospering. But I feel like there's still people that don't know that Main Stage is not a summon event or not like a you know like a summon event it's actually just an actual tournament run by beyond the summit and so they don't know where to watch that until it hits the youtube you know what i'm saying vg as soon as they go live there's like people like oh shit like if it's on the weekend it must be something big i'm gonna go watch so like even if you didn't know frostbite was happening this weekend there are people out there that literally just watch vg bootcamp and that's it like they don't watch any smash anywhere they just they watch VG Bootcamp on Twitch, and they watch VG Bootcamp on YouTube, and that's where they get all their news. Why are you like people why not on so Twitter? This on your P right now, VG Bootcamp. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to enunciate I'm a little so bit. Sick. I'm trying to enunciate a little bit better. There it is, VG Bootcamp. You see that? VG Bootcamp. Not popping him. I got this pop filter in the way. Hold on, let me just. Uh, v- VG Alright. <laughs> anyway, this is the part where I get the downvotes for. Like this is the part like oh, I hate all that shit. Uh anyway. So uh going through the top eight for 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 Frostbite, MKLA obviously won. Second was Meister, third was Tweak, fourth was T, fifth was the Buzz and Wrath, uh seventh was Zach Ray and Toast. As I said, Toast uh definitely had to make some big plays. One of the bigger plays is taking out light. Light is usually slated to get in most of top eights, but he took out light and then unfortunately had to run up against Wrath. Wrath uh, losing the T twice. I think that matchup just does not really bode well for Sonic. Uh, you want to hang out 
like Sonic wants to hang out sometimes, you know? Sonic's down to like, mm-hmm. all right, I want to camp it up or whatever, right? But you can't do that because if you're camping, then that means Game Watch is getting, or not Game Watch, Pac-Man is getting uh, their setups. And so you want to stop them from getting their setups. What I saw from the matchup was that Hydrant uh, pretty much negates Spin Dash. You know, you, you, you Spin Dash, and then all in reaction of you hitting the Hydrant, he'll just four tilt it, and then you'll get hit. And I was like, wow, that's just not, <laughs> that's just not fun to deal with. He's taking away two of your good options. Or, you know, yeah, he has to... He has to like approach without spin dashing, like in that yeah. matchup, and like I, I feel like he can do it. He's just uh, you know Wrath, like like Wrath is like the the master of spin dashing. He's the one that's always in the ball at all times. And Sonic's so, initial dash is, uh, realistically is not that great. Like it's not as great as like you would expect it to be. Seeing he's like mm-hmm. the fastest character in the game, there's like way better initial dash. Like Wolf's initial dash is godlike. Sonic's initial dash, I just yeah. feel like it doesn't hit in the way that like would make you want to like oh burst option forward air you know what i'm saying like usually if you're not in full run you're like all right well whatever or if you're not full spin dashing it's whatever yeah. so he's got that top speed but not the uh acceleration so yeah yeah so that's uh that was all the tournaments that happened this weekend i mean it was a great time i'm glad that we got to see so much action uh happen throughout the weekend but um one of the big things that i saw one big takeaway that i saw from twitter was like i don't even know actually i think i saw the pink fresh retweet this but it was the it was the players like really shitting on their game all the time uh, on Twitter, uh, leading to people not wanting to play your game. And I think that's actual facts, man. I feel like a lot of our top players in Smash just complain all the time, like every day, while oh, still playing this game nine hours a day. But like, it's one of those, it's almost like an insanity plea now. Why, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results uh, is a form of insanity. And I feel like, Doing the same thing over and over again whilst also complaining about the same things definitely informing sanity. But it's also a bad look if all your top players are just complaining the entire time. Because why would I, a lower, you know, a lower level player or like a new player, ever want to like dive any deeper than I'm at? Because I'm still enjoying the game, but it seems like as you get further and further in, the game's not enjoyable anymore, according to people on Twitter. So I don't know, man, like, you have to look at it, you know, when people start asking questions about, like, oh, why are we not making money or why are we not growing? It's your fault. Like, it's, <laughs> it's actually your fault. You're not setting a good Deadass. example of why, why you should be in the Smash community or why uh, this game is fun and things like that. And, like, I'll say, I'll say all the time that, you know, I'm a little bird time on playing Smash, but I never say the game is bad. I just say that I played a little too much this week and I want to play other games because I like a shit ton of games. Never am I like, oh, I played Zelda Online five times a day. So now this game fucking sucks. I'm just like, you know what? That was too much Zelda for me. Uh, love the game. I'm going to go play something else. You know, whatever, whatever. But people were this, ah, oh, man, this game is so fucking trash, bro. I can't believe. Ugh. Anyway, I'll see you guys. Let's go back yeah. to Smash 4, man. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, no. Right now. That's, that's <laughs> that, 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 that will never happen. I think that's, I think that's gone. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely in the grave somewhere. But uh, this topic, you know, we, you talked about earlier. We, it was um, brought up because of the Kill Sage's little uh, rant that he had on the No Frills yeah. podcast. And he was talking about, he was talking about the MK community, but yeah. it definitely transfers directly over to the Smash community. 1,000%. Because I, I think the reason people complain is because a in 2020 complaint culture is on the rise just complain about literally everything it it is hot and a lot of that attributes to uh impressions on twitter like people respond greater to negative things than positive things because misery loves company adversity culture is very high yeah yeah so i think that's why because some 
So my profile is like, man, I'm just going to bitch about this. And then once I put it out there, I'm going to get free likes for it. And so I'm going to continue bitching because it's uh, it's a loop. It's like they keep doing it because they keep growing because of their bitching. And uh, I, did you see uh, K-Sizzle's tweet about Nairo? Uh, did you see that at nah, all? Nah, me. So he made a tweet. Um, I don't know if it's still up or not. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he kept it up. He made okay. a tweet about something along the lines of uh, he was really mad at Palutena getting nerfed, uh, but he was mad at the people complaining and bitching about Palutena. And uh, because that's what caused the nerf. It's like all these people that say they support Nairo still complaining about the character. Now Nairo can't compete with the character anymore. And then there was a tweet that he did delete that called out uh, um, Mewtwo King. Uh, Mewtwo King was like, Mewtwo King had the audacity to make a YouTube video bitching about Palutena. And on the same, that, that same day, like he I sent a DM to Nairo asking, hey, can you give me a host? Uh, he deleted that tweet like mad fast. But I thought that was so fucking funny. Yeah, no, Mr. King's, uh, Mr. King's a character, man. Like, but he's been like that forever, man. I remember when yeah. when uh, Meta Knight was about to get banned from Brawl, he like damned like everyone. Like he damned me on Facebook, and I was like, Mr. King, we do not associate like this. So like, I'm not going to help you, you know, not get this character banned. You have enough power to probably work this. I don't care if it's banned or not. Like, you know, but. He was like, bro, you're going to stop my livelihood. And I was like, first of all, this is back in broad days when winning a tournament meant you won $300. Is that really livelihood? Like To him it was, you know. I guess. He was on, like, the travel. Like, he was traveling, like, all over the place. I don't think he even had a home. Like, he was just, uh, he was just sleeping in people's beds all over the place. So, he didn't have to pay rent. So, $300 could probably get him by for the month back in the broad days. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just making that up. I mean, probably. Yeah, who knows, man? We were, <laughs> we, were, we were slumming it back then, bro. Like, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I definitely get where people are coming at. Like, uh, just, you gotta, like, you love this game. You know what I mean? Like, you obviously want the game to be better. There's, there's points, uh, there's things in this game that I would definitely like better. Like, I wish that shield dropping was not 11 frames. I wish it was maybe, like, I don't know, fucking eight. Like, Still enough to for shield pressure to be uh, to be good, and uh, but enough for me to think that I shielding is actually a good <laughs> option to do. Because in this game, if you don't jump out of shield or you don't have a good out of shield option, you're just kind of fucked. So, and that that's just that's just the law of the land. Every Smash has different rules that you have to play by, um, and there hasn't really been a, a game. A Smash game that I have not liked in some capacity. Even I like Brawl. I just, you know, after a while competitively, I just didn't like it. But mm-hmm. uh, Brawl still has Subspace Emissary and still expanded on the more casual parts of the game. So, therefore, to me, it was still a good Smash game. Um, but I just, you love this game and you've been playing this forever. So, why is the only things you can say about it always negative? Like, why can't people just be like, you know what? One thing I really like about this game is that my character has this shit. One thing I really like about this game is that we fit got fucking buffed and now this character's OD. Like, you know, I was already doing cool stuff with her in four, but now she's even more OD. But what did that do for anyone playing me? Complain about getting back aired, the most av- avoidable move in the game, right? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I got back aired at 70 and died. Can't believe yeah, I, I can't jumped into it. Either. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God, like, no. It, it, it comes out of the impressions thing. Like, if, if, they, if they make a tweet about how good their character got, like, oh, I'm so happy about this, you know, five likes, nothing. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. And all I mean, the rep- other thing is too is that you just can't be confident about your like shit without being called cocky. Fucking yeah, that, that's not all. Ethan does is talk about how great Pikachu is, and well, people hate him literally because of that. 
Yes. And it's like, what good on ESAM for wanting to stay positive about the game. Like, you know, and ESAM does have issues with the game. I've heard him complain about it before. But the, the, the point is that he complains about it not online, not on a public social media port. He does it in person or with friends. And that's okay. If you need, if you have, if you find like something wrong with your game and you complain about it in person to someone or to like your boys, like that's fine. Because like, you know, you got to get that off your shoulder, but like keeping that off social media, that helps your game. I, I think, think that, Sam understands I think that. that. Even if he does complain, though, it's like still drowned out by the amount of praise that he right. <laughs> he yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Like he might say, "Oh man, that sucked." Or, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But if you look at the rest, it of definitely, the definitely. <laughs> just fucking all day. Pikachu's busted. I'm busted. This is busted. I love this game. Uh, you know, all that good stuff. And I like to see. Uh, I like to see that. I think I think complaining about online is valid, but that has nothing to do with the what most people are complaining about. They're complaining about characters and right. tournament. Uh, stuff. I think complaining about online is valid because we are in the year 2020 and somehow online is still trash. But and especially That's if you fine. play any other fighting game, uh, like it's just it is leagues behind. Like mm-hmm. even like the worst fighting games, net codes is still like leagues behind that. So. And uh, I think that's something that you can you can complain about. I think that's yeah. something that's valid. I'm talking about just like. Because I don't think that has no anything to do with the game. No. That has to do with the net code, which, right? You know, if you took that out, the game is still it's still Smash Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's more so on the like the de- not the dev side, but the the internet side of things, and they should be working that. Uh, or maybe that's more so on the Nintendo server side, if anything. But yeah, I think it's the dev side. Um, they have to add in because right now, what Smash is doing is they're uh, they're using delay based uh, netcode, which a lot of fighting games still do today, but still it's still weirder than all other fighting games with delay based netcode. And uh, like, like if, if they did like, like look at Brawlhalla for instance. Brawlhalla's netcode is fantastic, and you can like people play that game online. It feels like they're playing offline as long as the yes. connection's like pretty solid. And that's because it runs rollback. Uh, I, I think it's GGPO or like a form of GGPO, but uh, it roll it runs rollback netcode where it's like if if there's like a hiccup in the internet, then it'll go back a couple frames or whatever. Big shout so, out to uh, Brawlhalla doing the yeah. damn thing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, imagine if, like, Smash had rollback netcode. Like, I mean, that'd be sick. Like, like uh, Street Fighter is another example of a game that has rollback netcode, but it was implemented a little bit poorly because there was, like, a glitch in the system. I'm not... I, I apparently got fixed. I haven't looked too much into it. But, yeah, like, Smash is just using netcode from, like, 10 years ago. That's why it's not the greatest. So they, they, they got to implement Never it. They got to get better. Yeah, they gotta they gotta make the game from the beginning with the idea that they want to implement rollback netcode if they want to like actually have good online. So, or make it server based. I don't know. Like it, it's tough. It's fighting games are just tough because you need instant reactions. Like if you look at like shooters or whatever, and you like they, they like when you aim at someone in the background and shoot mm. them. Like that's the netcode hides lag, so it's like if they were there on your screen, you shot them, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's way easier to disguise. So fighting games just got to get more creative, and I think Smash needs to get more creative. One hundred percent. So, mm. guys, looks like um, this to be pretty much it for our story. I, I don't know if or for our show, but the next thing we'll be talking about most likely will be uh, CO Dreamland. I think that's the I think that's the next tournament that's coming up. Uh, not this yeah. weekend, but next. It's a couple weeks from now, right? Now, all right, something like that. Wait, what's, it's 13, 15th. Today is the 26th. I'm looking so, up the PGO so thing. So two, three right? weeks from now. All right. It's 13 to 15th. So and then Final Saga is also, I think, the weekend after that. Yeah, March is busy. 
some tournaments. Also, uh, there's potentially um, potentially something going on at South by Southwest. Just uh, keep your eyes peeled, you know? Oh. Keep your eyes peeled, peeps. But yeah, man, um, that's, you know, uh, I guess our big pull away from that is stop having tournaments on the same fucking weekend. Uh, please, please. Stop three, two, all right, whatever. <laughs> three, all right, that was a little OD. Um, oh, oh, uh, by the way, uh, there is an A tier happening this weekend in Japan. Uh, Mesuma okay. top two. So that you can watch that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, watch that. So other than that, though, you know, big shout outs to the, the three people that won tournaments today uh, they, or this weekend, MKLeo, Larry Lair. Or the, the three tournaments that we talked about, NKLeo, Larry Lair, and Foe. There's obviously some more tournament winners. You can actually catch that on one of Aussie's videos of the weekly wrap-ups. Um, hey. But and, uh, until next week, guys, we'll be, you know, watching the Twitters. If you have anything that, anything that I may have missed, my DMs are open. So you can always DM me like, hey, here's the topic I want to hear you talk about on, on Hard Reads. And Same. we'll uh, bring that up. Uh, make sure you hit the follow button here, the sub button if you want. And if you have not watched the entire episode, it will be on my YouTube later. But more importantly, it will be on Apple Podcasts where if the more clicks we get there, the more we can do for you guys later. So definitely check it out on uh, in podcast form. Uh, but until then, I'm TK Breezy. I'm Austin. And you guys have a good night. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.